Today on episode number 747, I've said it before, if you make good content, when people find you, they will download your back catalog. And today, I've got proof, and we're going to take a look at the new Zoom PodTrack P8 and compare it to the Rodecaster Pro. Hit it, ladies! The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005, I'm your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. If you are new to the show, this is why I help you plan, launch, and grow your podcast. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. You can join and use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, and sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription, or if you want, you can actually order the courses a la carte. And today, what's exciting is as podcasting gets more and more and more, and yes, more popular, they keep coming up with new devices, and they get more functions and more elaborate and yet cheaper at the same time. So a little later in the program... I'm going to take 17 features and compare the Rodecaster Pro from Rode to the Zoom PodTrack P8. And you might be thinking, Dave, why aren't you getting into the meat and potatoes? Because the meat and potatoes are really nerdy today. And the other thing is not everybody needs new recording equipment. So I'm going to kind of put that off just for a little bit. And I want to thank Kim Kraji from Toastmasters101.net. If you want to know more about Toastmasters, check her out over at Toastmasters101.net, and she's a member of the School of Podcasting, and she said, you will like this clip. And so this is from a YouTube channel from a guy named Box Angelus. You can find him. His real name is Mike. You can find him at BoxAngelus.com. I'll have links to all this out in the show notes. And he was interviewing a woman named Melissa Hunter, who did a YouTube series called Adult Wednesday Adams. So if you know the Adams family and the the young daughter was Wednesday and Melissa kind of has the features of Wednesday Adams where if you put her in a you know braided black hair and a that whatever weird dress she wears, she looks a lot like Wednesday Adams. And so she was talking about this and I often say a podcast is a lot like a steam train. And if you think about it, a steam train, like the old kind especially, had those cow catchers in the front. Because once those things got going, you weren't going to stop them easily. But they also take forever to get going. And so she's explaining here, and you'll hear in this clip where she talks about when she started season two. So season one, not a whole lot going on. And I'll let her explain this, but listen how she says, when you make good content, when you make unique content, I say it all the time, people will find you and they will download your entire back catalog and they will tell their friends. And this is, again, Melissa Hunter on the Box Angeles YouTube channel talking about the series she did called Adult Wednesday Adams. And then made the second season. And that one was the one that really blew up. Specifically, the I had one, a catcalling one video, Wednesday Adams vs. Catcallers, that went super viral. Yeah. And 
the great thing about that, and it was like a nice lesson, I think, that is that like, because I had already made so many, it like it wasn't just like that one video went viral. It's like right. all of a sudden people Your were backlog. able to watch yeah. everything yeah. and they became fans of me instead of fans of the video. Right. You know? yeah. I think that's a nice lesson of like, I felt like for so long I was making videos and they were just like, well, that disappeared into the void. Bye. Right. Right. <laughs> but then once people were watching my work, everything I had done mattered. And right. that was really like nice to feel. And then they ended up with like 250,000 subscribers and got like interviews in People Magazine and Marie Claire and, you know, LA Times and stuff like that. And that was very cool. And then like two months later, it got shut down by the Adams Foundation. I don't, okay, explain to me exactly what happened and how. And if you want to hear, yeah, she did eventually get noticed and it was like, hey, quit that. And you can find everything out at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 747 because today is episode 747. So thanks again to Box Angeles. I got permission to play that. And it just goes to show you that number one, think about that. Well, there's a couple things. These videos are really short. And again, I don't, I don't subscribe to that. It has to be short to be on YouTube. It just has to be good. And it's very unique. It's well-produced. It's funny. And what I love about these is you kind of see the joke they're going for. It's like Wednesday on a job interview. And once they make the joke, they kind of like hit it and quit it and get out. And so that way, so many times on Saturday Night Live, which is this comic show here in the States, they make the joke and then they try to just wring everything out of it to the point where they stay too long and it kind of ruins it where this, you get your laugh and you get out and I'll have links to that out in the show notes again, school of podcasting.com slash seven, four, seven, but it may take a while, but when people start finding your content, they not only like your content, they like you. I am always in a weird conundrum in the fact that some of you really, really like gear talk. We have that gear acquisition syndrome, better known as gas, and we end up listening to really boring audio that sounds like this. All right, this is me on the Rodecaster Pro at about minus 18, and the air conditioning's going on in the back. I'm talking into a Heil PR40, and this is me talking into the exact same Heil PR40 on the Zoom P8. And so I was trying to figure out how to talk about this new piece of equipment because what's great about this is more products specifically designed for podcasters are coming out and they're doing more, they're smaller, and they're less expensive. And the first time I tried to talk about this, I went on for about 35 minutes and I was like, that is ungodly boring. So what I want to do is go over just some of the features that I think really count, for lack of a better phrase. For example, they both have good preamps. Which one is better, though? They're both good, and we're talking, like, decibels difference. It's really not that big a deal. They both have a marker feature. They both allow you to be an interface. So if you want to connect to Zoom or Squadcast or something like that and record, you can do that. So what I thought I would do is bring up the features that are different and the ones that I liked. So 
the first one, and I'm just going to call it the Zoom P8. The Zoom P8, I love the fact they both can be operated on batteries. Now, with the Rodecaster, you have to have this extra cable, and you can plug it into what I call a USB brick. And you can do that with a Zoom P8 as well, but you can also run it on batteries. But what I like is if I'm not running it on batteries, with the Rodecaster, I have to have a power cable and a USB cable. With the P8, if I'm just plugging it in because I got a Zoom call, I just plug in the USB cable and I'm good to go. So the power feature goes to the Zoom P8. The price goes to the Zoom P8. It's about $100 cheaper. The one that I really liked from the Zoom P8 is file management. I can rename files right on the unit. I can delete files right on the unit. With the Rodecaster Pro, if you want to delete something off that disk, you have to take the disk out. And the Rodecaster has one of those micro SD cards, which is about the size of your pinky, which means I have to have that little adapter that I keep losing and then put it in the machine and delete and rename the files. I can do it right on the Zoom P8. That sounds like a little thing in terms of less headaches. It's huge for me. Transfer speeds. This is getting the file. If you want, you can turn both these units into a giant hard drive and just copy and paste the files off it that way. And in this case, I took the same file, it was about 500 megs, and I put it on both cards and copy and pasted it. And the Rodecaster was a minute 14, and the Zoom P8 was about a minute two. So both were pretty much the same, but the Zoom P8 was a little faster. And the big thing about transferring files that I liked is with the Rodecaster, it's kind of weird. You have to kind of find it. So the Rodecaster is definitely has more features when it comes to it, but that also means you have to kind of hunt around the menus to figure out what you're looking for. And I hate when I want to put it into transfer mode, when I finally click, click, oh, that's not it, click, oh, that's, wait, oh, there it is, boom, it says, do you want to put it in the transfer mode? And I'm like, there's no way I could put it into transfer mode by accident. So I have to say yes, then I transfer my files off, then when I click on done, it says, are you sure you want to exit transfer, that drives me bonkers. So heads up Zoom P8 on transferring speed, transfer mode, and the fact that I can delete files and things like that, that kind of drives me nuts on the Rodecaster. There are some features uh, that are similar. The sound pads, you have more sound pads. Those are the things where I can do fun stuff like, take my wife, please. Yeah, the Zoom has more pads. And again, it's just a little easier to get things on and off. There are some features that aren't on the Rodecaster that you can do on the P8. Like I can actually record three segments and then export them all as one file. That's kind of neat. I can do fade in and fade outs. I can actually trim part of the file and things like that all on the unit without a computer. So those are the things that I like the Zoom P8 for a little better than the Rodecaster. And before I get too far into this, this is kind of like saying, who do you want to sing at your party? Christina Aguilera? Or Demi Lovato. Both are phenomenal singers, great voices, and things of that nature. The big difference with the Rodecaster is the effects. So what I thought it would play is this is me playing with the effects on the Zoom P8. So you'll see where you can add bass and treble and things of that nature, and this is what it sounded like. 
So I'm recording into the Zoom PodTrack P8, and I am looking at the meter, and I am good, according to this. And then you have a slider for bass and treble. So if I if I drag this to the to the right, I'm very trebly now, very trebly. And if I go all the way down here, I'm very very bassy now, very bassy. And I can come in and cut out some of that low. So I'm still super bassy. And I'm going to turn me. Back. I'm, I need more trebly. So I'm smack dab right in the middle. Let's go a little more bassy, just 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 a. Uh, a tad. I, I'm trying to get this to move. Come on, be my friend. There we go. And I'm going to turn on the limiter, which means I can get loud now and it shouldn't really matter much. Now at the bottom, you have a thing for a compressor and a de-esser. And a de-esser is something that kind of takes out some of the upper end. So I'm going to say she sells seashells down by the seashore and you'll hear where I lost some of my sibilants because some of us has whistling S's and things like that. And I could turn this completely off. And now you hear just me, basically. Uh, I'm not compressed at all. I also notice I'm not as loud. So if I turn this back to the middle, I'm a little compressed. And again, that's that's it in terms of affecting how you sound. So now let's get into what do I like the Rodecaster for a little better? Well, the first one, and this is not a surprise, the effects in the Rodecaster are far more robust than the ones you have on the Zoom P8. But you just heard there's bass and treble and things of this nature. But the Rode company actually bought a company called Aphex. And so they're famous for their oral exciter, their big bottom, which is like a bass booster. They have a noise gate. And this is one where I think Zoom kind of dropped the ball. If you have six inputs, so in theory, and let's pretend there's no COVID, I had six people in the room with me. You want noise gates on those microphones. So that's the one thing I was like, wow, how is there no noise gate? Now, they do have a function called noise reduction. And according to the manual, it says when somebody isn't talking into a microphone, it will reduce the volume of that channel. As I live alone, I tried to reproduce that with microphones and and using a phone to make noise in the background. I saw it kind of reduce the volume of the other microphones, but it really didn't turn them off. And that's where I really like noise gates versus a noise reduction. So that is something the Rodecaster does better. And instead of just bass and treble, you can go in and pick what frequency do you want to boost? What frequency do you want to uh, reduce. Same thing with a de-esser. A de-esser is if somebody has really harsh S's, you can kind of take some of the shine off that. With the Rodecaster, you can get super specific. With the noise gate, super specific. So the Rodecaster gives you much more flexibility when it comes to the effects. So it's not just that the Rodecaster has better effects, it's that they're way better. But as you heard, the Zoom P8 has bass and treble and a low cut and things like that. It's not like it's horrible. It's for the person who wants to nerd out on their sound, the Rodecaster effects are much better. And as I mentioned, the one that I really love about the Rodecaster is the noise gate. When my heat comes on here in my house, it's like a very quiet airplane. And I love the fact that when I shut up, you don't hear anything. So the other thing that the, where the, Zoom P8 had the ability to combine files and things of that nature. That's a feature that's only on the Zoom P8. The Rodecaster 
has mic modeling. So what this is, is let's say I have an ElectroVoice RE20. Now that is a microphone that's in every single radio studio. So if you're like, look, I want pro gear without spending a thousand dollars on a microphone, you could get an ElectroVoice RE20. I believe they're around $400. They're not cheap, but it is a staple in the radio world. And the roadcaster has a button. You just go in and said, hey, I'm using the ElectroVoice RE20 and poof, it's set to make that microphone sound great. So there is mic modeling on the roadcaster that is not available on the Zoom P8. The other one that I was kind of surprised on is as I was playing with both these units and going back and forth, the Rodecaster headphone amplifier was better. And what had me doing this is, number one, I am a middle-aged person. My ears are not what they used to because I used to be a musician. And so I often have my headphone amplifier turned up probably much louder than I should. And when I did that on the Zoom P8, I definitely had a little bit of extra hiss. And and that wasn't there on the Rodecaster. Now, let me back this up a second. I'm not saying what I recorded had hiss in the recording. I'm saying when I turn up the headphones, the headphone amplifier wasn't great. And that is somewhat disappointing because how am I going to troubleshoot what sounds like hiss in the recording when it's not in the recording? It's kind of weird. I had to actually do some tinkering with that to figure that out. Uh, so that's one that the Rodecaster definitely has better. And if you're doing video, you're going to love the fact that the Rodecaster has a sample rate of 48 kilohertz. If you're not doing video and you go, what's a kilohertz? Exactly. Don't worry about it. 44.1 is fine. So that's just a, a very quick summary of what are the big differences between the two? Because again, they're both pretty awesome. The footprint of the Zoom P8 is also smaller because the microphones plug into kind of the face of it where the Rodecaster, you plug them into the top and that basically adds about another two and a half inches to the footprint of that particular unit. But all in all, both are fine. Both have their pros and cons. And for me, it really boils down to if you really want to kind of obsess over your audio quality, then the Rodecaster is for you. I If they had a noise gate on the Zoom P8, I would probably switch, but I really, really need a noise gate here in, in my new house especially. But other than that, the actual operational part of transferring files, of deleting files, file management, that is so much easier on the Zoom P8 that I'm almost tempted to do that. And that's one thing I always like to point out. All these things I just mentioned, kind of a big bottom and oral exciters and compressors and noise gates, you can get in a plugin called Shep's Omni Channel. I have links to that out in the school of podcasting.com slash 747. This is a plugin that goes from anywhere around, I think right now it's on sale for $40. It's often on sale for $60. It's one of those where it's like list price $129, but you never really pay that. It's always on sale. And that has all of those. And that will work with Audacity. I believe it'll work with Hindenburg. It'll work with all these different things. And it's just the difference of instead of having the noise gate in the hardware, it's now in the software. And that is another one of those lovely, it depends situations with podcasters. And that is if you're doing a lot of live streaming, then maybe the roadcaster for you because now you have all that extra processing on your vocals, including a noise gate, 
And maybe you want that because you do a lot of live streaming. But if most of the stuff you put out, you're going to run it through post-production, well, then maybe you don't care about that. So as always, there is a bit of depends, but they both have their pros and cons. And like I said, either one, you're going to make some great sounding audio. Links out in the show notes at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 747. And as we start to head out the door, one of the things that came across my desk that I wanted to make you aware of, and this is part of the fun of doing a podcast, is I mentioned people find you and they go download your back catalog. If you are doing any kind of equipment buying, and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me because I realize if you go into like episode 300, episode 400, and I'm probably telling you to buy a mixer. I do not tell people to do that anymore. Right now, if somebody says I'm starting a podcast, I say, great. If you can find one in stock, buy a Zoom PodTrack P4. And you might say, Dave, but wasn't like Focusrite one of your sponsors? And I go, yep. And if somebody goes, I'm looking for a USB interface, I've already got a recorder. I'm going to go, go Focusrite. But if you're just starting... I would say get a Zoom PodTrack P4. They're $200, and it's a USB interface, and it records, and all the stuff that we just talked about, the P8, it just does. It just has less microphone inputs. It doesn't have some of the the extra stuff with the buttons and things like that, but I just wanted to make sure you're aware that when it comes to equipment, and since we're talking about equipment in this, feel free to reach out to me. You just go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact because what I recommended back in 2017 may not be what I recommend now in 2020 because, again, they're making products for me. Now, when would I use a mixer? Again, going back to this is where these products I'm talking about today, they both have bass and treble on them. If you're doing live streaming, you can kind of tailor the sound of your voice live. That's the one thing that a mixer kind of does a little better than, say, a Focusrite because there's no tone knobs on the Focusrite. But on a mixer, you had a bass, middle, and treble in many cases. And with these units, you actually do have the ability to turn up the bass and turn up the treble and things like that. So consequently, I typically do not recommend mixers anymore. I don't think they're needed. They also, we used to have to have this headache of explaining to people what a mix minus is. And for the record, I'm not going to explain it now. Why? Because you don't need to, because the units I talked about today, plus things like the P4 and the other ones, you know, there's the sound devices has the mix pre six and things like that. All this mix minus stuff, you don't have to worry about anymore. It's just done for you. So again, if you have any questions and you're getting ready to make an equipment purchase from something you heard that wasn't from this year, feel free to reach out to me. I don't have a problem with that and say, hey, Dave, back on episode number 512, you said blah, blah, blah. Is that still the case? I'll be happy to say yes. And if it's not, I'll say, nope, not anymore. And here's why. But that's half the fun of doing a podcast for 15 years now. Some of my stuff is getting a little outdated. And that might be a great topic for a future episode. If you like, Dave, I haven't even started my podcast yet. Go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. You can join worry-free. And you're like, wait, how do you join worry-free? There's a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you go out, use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T, 
E-N-E-R. Sign up for either a monthly or yearly subscription, or I also have the three-month quick start. If for some reason you go in 30 days and you're like, this is not what I thought, I this is not for me, I will gladly refund. Well, I won't gladly, but I will refund your money and get you on your way. So you don't have to worry about, mm, is this right for me? You've got 30 days to go, yeah, Dave, I'm on day 28 and this might take a little more time than I thought. Can I get my money back? And the answer is yes. And so you get access to worry-free, a private Facebook group filled with other brilliant podcasters. You get direct access to me via email. And plus, twice a month, I do live group coaching. And then every Friday afternoon, we do lunch with Dave, which is more group coaching. So you're never wondering, hmm, I wonder what I should do next. You also have the step-by-step tutorials that'll walk you through everything. So if you're ready to start a podcast, you want to do it now because in just a few weeks, Apple is going to go on vacation and you need your podcast submitted to Apple before they go on vacation because once they go on vacation, they don't come back till January. So if you want your podcast available in January, you need to start working on it right now. And I would love to help you with that. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener. I hope you found this episode insightful, educational, entertaining. If you did, can you do me a favor and tell a friend? And also, if you really liked it, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash subscribe. And every time a new episode is available, which is every Monday, has been that way for 15 years, it will automatically be delivered to your phone. Thanks so much for listening. In the future, I've got a couple extended dance versions of Because of My Podcast Stories that are coming up. If you have one, I would love to hear it. Until then, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed.